This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Of course, you're listening to continuing coverage of the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. My name is David Bastel. Uh, big uh, win for uh, Team uh, Yellow, Team Gold on the uh, on the division of Low Vision and Development Division. And uh, right now to talk about this game and uh, e- even preview once we get past this game, preview tomorrow's game. I'll be joining the panel in a bit, but let's head over right now with Brock Richardson and company. Gentlemen, take it away. Thank you, Dave. Um, as Dave mentioned, uh, yellow, pretty uh, dominating victory there. Gentlemen, how do we feel about this? Cam? Yeah, I think that it was, uh, once again, a really good game. Uh, my boy Randy Cameron uh, scored a goal, so I was real happy to see that. And it's really interesting to see the progression uh, from Game 1 to Game 3 of the development division. Um, you know, they're skating a lot quicker. Uh, their passing's a lot better. Um, just everything that uh, they've been doing, uh, you know, from the first game to third game, I've seen a huge difference, and I've seen the progression, and that's great to see. Yeah, and I think that's the, the point of... Uh this uh, division is to see some development, obviously, and we, we've totally seen that. Brad, thoughts? Well, what a special moment for uh, some of these uh, younger and uh, lower-level athletes. Um, just uh, like Cameron was saying, the progression that we've seen from Game 1 to to just now, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, everybody just, uh, they, they continue to pick up their game or raise the level of their game. And uh, a lot of these athletes, if not all of them, they have bright futures ahead of them in this sport. Absolutely. And I think that's the biggest uh, key to this whole thing is we've seen, uh, you know, growth just in the three games we've seen. What do you expect tomorrow from this uh, development group? Because there's one more game for them. I think with Team Black, they're going to come out here and they're going to come on a mission uh, because they haven't uh, won a game yet. So I think you're going to see the best effort uh, tomorrow from Team Black. And Amanda Proven, uh, she scored quite a few goals uh, this tournament, and I think you're going to see a big game out of Amanda Proven. Yeah, I agree. And Brock, yeah, you, you know, uh, based on uh, the neutral zone, that I don't like to agree with Cameron very often. But right now I, I, I'm going to have to agree with him. Whoa! Uh, yeah, I know he's fainted right, right beside me. It's, uh, it's just it's been an awesome experience, and uh, I expect the same tomorrow that uh, that we saw today. Wait, does that mean you guys are gonna like after this weekend? Are you guys gonna like each other now? So then the neutral zone's gonna struggle for the next few weeks. No, this, for God's sake, no! <laughs> it's a one-time deal. Come on. Oh, so it's like a one one time pass. You guys will be okay. Yeah, I, you know, it's there's something called a one off. This is a one off. Okay, fair enough. I I get it. Um, so tomorrow we have uh, some uh, medal games to talk about. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Brett? Well, uh, if anything, uh, based on uh, what we've seen so far this weekend, not, it's not going to disappoint one bit. Nope, I agree with you. Cam? I'm looking forward to both games. This uh, Going into this weekend, I really didn't know what to expect, uh, having this been my first experience with the uh, Canadian Blind Hockey. And I am so looking forward to the bronze medal and the gold medal game tomorrow. Uh, I suggest, you know, Toronto, they get out here and they watch it. Um, I'm just so enamored 
by the flow of the game, how quick it is, the passing, the tape-to-tape passing, and the goaltending by all four goalies in the open division has been absolutely phenomenal. Brett, has there been any big surprises for you just on an overall basis of this tournament? Maybe something you didn't expect that you have seen. Yeah, You know, I, I think I'm just still in shock by the fact that we're sitting in Maple Leaf Gardens and uh, I, I've wanted to sit up here as a commentator since I was five years old, 33 years old now, and I, I'm doing something like this. It's just pinch me, please. Cam, do you want to pinch him? Or? Yeah, not a well, I, I could do it. I'm closest <laughs> to him. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> hey, can you can you let me further that discussion as far as uh, as far as uh, what we're going to see here tomorrow? Uh, you know, the gold and, and bronze medal games is. Uh, you know, everybody will focus on that gold gold medal game, but let's look at the bronze medal game for a second, guys. Between uh, Team Yellow, Team Red, uh, is, is there a player that that stands out to you that has to make an impact for this uh, for their team to win? Because there's a lot of good talent on both Team Yellow and Team Red in this hockey game. I think you're gonna ha- have to take a look at the goaltending again. Uh, w- one of these guys needs to really stand on their head in order for their team to win. Cam. Um, as Team Yellow goes with Kelly Serbu, that's how it's going to end up. Uh, the offense goes through Kelly, and I think uh, Kelly's going to have to have a phenomenal game for Team Yellow to win, uh, for Team Red to win. Uh, I think uh, Yuan Dizzy, um, you know, in uh, Simon Richard, I think it's going to go through them. Um, but at the end of the day, um, both Joey Cabral and Aaron Prevost, uh, they have both played phenomenal in goaltending uh, this weekend. So, you know, it may come down to the goaltending. Brock, as far as Kelly Subaru is concerned, we know what he can do offensively, but he does tend to take the occasional penalty. Uh, and they are kind of the rougher team when you look at Vince Ryan as well, who also has a couple penalty minutes. Is that is that somewhat of a concern if you're, if you're looking at Team Yellow's success? Vince Ryan is my key for Yellow. Um, he has been the defense that has kind of helped keep the puck out of the net. I expect a big game from him. But let's also not sleep on uh, Red either. They, Yes, they haven't won a game this tournament, but I think a few different bounces go different directions. They are going to have a, a good game because, let's face it, again, we've said this two or three times today, nobody wants to go home fourth. They're going to see a battle tomorrow. So if you are considering coming up for the... Uh, Gold medal game, come out for the bronze medal game because it's also going to be entertaining as well. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And and a reminder about that, too, as I look at the schedule, uh, I know everything gets going in the morning, and we do recommend everybody coming out here uh, to spend their uh, Sunday here with us at the Madame Athletic Center. Uh, the low vision and developmental game number three will start at 9:10. All the festivities will start at 8 o'clock uh, with a uh, children and uh, youth division game, which was very entertaining. It actually went to uh, a shootout itself. A uh, little bit later on, the bronze medal game at 10.30. Of course, the gold medal game at 11.45. And we'll have all the wrap-ups of the ceremony and, and that. We're going to talk about the gold medal game in a second. But first, let's go to Jeff Ryman, who's standing downstairs uh, with a, a member of the victorious team.
I'm here with good friend Justin Wack. We haven't heard his voice on our airwaves in quite some time. He was with Cool Blind Tech way back in the day, but has gone on to bigger and better things. Justin, I want to say uh, welcome to Toronto, and I know this is your first uh, blind hockey event. Uh, how have you been? What have you been up to lately? I know you've been in Edmonton uh, focusing on school. Is that correct? Yeah, I was focusing on school for a bit. I graduated now, so I'm just on a gap year, and then uh, hopefully going to school in Vancouver in the fall. So, uh, yeah, it's been good, and then playing hockey. And uh, this is the first time you've been at this tournament or in a blind hockey tournament in general. What have your thoughts been so far at a tournament like this? Um, well, first of all, I want to give huge props to uh, Canadian blind hockey. They've done an absolutely tremendous job of getting everything organized, making sure everyone's taken care of. Um, you know, it's, it's a real small community here, and it's, it's a really tight-knit group. And, uh, you know, it's been really nice to be a part of that group and to play. And, uh, you know, as for on ice, like, it's, it's been great. You know, it's been uh, pretty much what I expected from practice and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's been good. And what do you think of the competitiveness and the competition for this tournament? It's definitely competitive. Like, I, I'm in the low vision, obviously, and then I've been watching the, uh, the open games as well. And I'm amazed with how, how competitive some of these games are and how, uh, how skilled some of the players are. Um, you know, even the defense, like, very tight checking games. It seems like it's been really, really good hockey. And you had a great performance today. We've obviously been focusing on you as, you know, you, we we're very familiar with your name. Uh, playing goalie, do you have a certain player that you model your game after? Uh, not really. Like, I kind of just, just do my thing, right? Because it's hard to, like, if you're a goalie, it's hard to get a lot of info on other goalies, like, when you're watching hockey. Because a lot of times, like, the commentators are talking about the forwards, right, that are going into score. So usually I just kind of do my thing, and uh, I've been working with, with coaches and stuff like that and trying to improve my game. So, yeah, it's been really good for sure. And like I just mentioned, just your first time in Toronto. What's been uh, your favorite part of this whole weekend, whether it's in the tournament or outside of the tournament? Uh, the fact that you guys don't have any snow right now. <laughs> no, just kidding. Honestly, just, uh, just, just just the people. Like, I love, you know, I love playing here. I love playing on the ice. I love playing hockey. But the, I, I couldn't have asked for a better group of people to do it with. And uh, finally, doing anything exciting tonight? I mean, you're in the big TO. There's a bunch of different events going on tonight. I know a lot of the guys are, some of the guys are going out to the Toronto Maple Leaf game. I know uh, a couple of guys have gone to Toronto Blue Jays games. Uh, what's in store for you tonight? Uh, my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true hockey player. Thanks so much, Justin. Thank you. Thanks so much, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Ryman joins us right now. And you know what? Uh, we're going to be talking about the gold medal game with the panel and everything, but Let's go back to uh, your interview. Maybe the most honest answer out of every yeah. single answer. I'm going to bed. And, of course, when you're playing three games in two days and you know that there's one more ahead of you, um, they're a tired group. So as, as, much as, as much as he jokes about it, there's probably a little bit of truth to that statement. A, a lot of the guys said they went out last night and had a good time, you know, maybe not so much of a crucial time on Saturday um, as it could be on Sunday. So I think a lot of them got the partying out of their system on Friday night. Saturdays, uh, uh, maybe more so for resting, as they all have uh, some stiff competition tomorrow, as you guys mentioned, the gold medal game. But knowing Justin, uh, Justin Wack from uh, Cool Blind Tech, we had him back on our airwaves on uh, Live Studio 5 in the very early days of Live from Studio 5. And he was always responsible. It's because uh, it, it was funny because I was talking to him before the interview and uh, just sort of a little friendly chat. And uh, he was saying that uh, he used to pre-record with us, pre-record his segments at 6.30 a.m. his time. He's out in Edmonton. That'd be yeah. 8.30 Eastern. And the reason was because he had to go to school. 
he had to go to high school. So Justin's only about 17 or 18 years old, and uh, he had to go to high school. So very responsible right from a a very young age, which I think is pretty key uh, from a player like that. But it just shows the focus that these players have throughout this whole tournament. Now, Brett, I see you uh, have something to add to this. Uh, Were you a responsible guy as a (laughs) 17-year-old? No, (laughs) absolutely not. Is he a responsible guy being 33 years old? No, no. I uh, <laughs> I remember a few moments at hockey tournaments where uh, I made some bad decisions, and uh, they they've become fewer and far between now. But uh, when I when I was uh, his age, it, uh, it it was pretty messy, and uh, you didn't <laughs> wa- you didn't want to talk about it for days uh, afterwards. So. And we just got to go about three more minutes here, guys, before we have to wrap up the evening. I have to mention that we will we will be back here live from the Madame Athletic Center tomorrow morning, beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern time for more coverage of this great tournament. We'll be go- we, we will be going 9 to 3 p.m. right through the award ceremony. So very extensive, extensive coverage coming to you tomorrow as well. Uh, but in the final couple minutes here, we have to sort of tee up this gold medal game where it will be uh, uh, Team Gold versus Team Black. And we saw that earlier today uh, in a matchup. It is sort of more lopsided. It was about, I think the final score was 7-3 for the Gold team. Uh, guys, I want to get your predictions, your thoughts, uh, any analysis heading into this one. I think uh, Gold is going to ultimately win this game, uh, but... I do think Black will give them a closer score than we saw earlier today. I'm going to disagree with Brock. I, I think that... Uh, t- Shocker! Yeah, Shocker. Um, <laughs> I, and I'm not sorry about, for it either. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that uh, Lauren Weber uh, has the... Uh, it's his game to lose. It's funny. If, if anybody were to come by our broadcast booth, we have Cam Jenkins placed right between Brock and Brett. And that was uh, a strategy we had coming in here because we knew that Brett and Brock could uh, potentially throw down the gloves. And I know, Cam, you're stuck between them. What are your thoughts on this uh, gold medal matchup? I know gold, uh, Team Gold, that is, has a great amount of speed, but Team Black has a very great defensive uh, prowess. They do. Um, you know what? I, I think Team Gold's going to win it, and I think it's because of Jason yes. Uha at the end of the day. <laughs> but saying that, if team black pulls it off it is going to be because of lauren weber so i'm gonna kind of play um switzerland right now and i'm gonna kind of go on both sides of what they said so get off the fence dude like make a decision this is typical (laughs) of cameron jenkins (laughs) flip floppy cam all right thanks guys that'll just about do it for our coverage here live from the madame athletic center formerly known as i've been saying all weekend long as the great legendary maple leaf gardens uh, we'll we'll hope to see you again tomorrow. Like I said, our coverage will begin at 9 a.m. Eastern time. And make sure you download our podcast. All of our segments and games will be up there on all your favorite podcasts. So make sure you tune in and I, we will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. 
Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.